Finnovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Finnovate podcast. Joining me today, we have John McElwain, CEO and founder of Highnote. We're going to be talking about payments today. John, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks a lot, Greg. Really happy to be here. So to kick things off, can you give us a little bit of background on yourself and your expertise in the payments industry? Sure, I'd love to. Um, I'd say the majority of my career has been at both small and large companies across a number of different segments of financial technologies from sort of online brokerage earlier in my career to lending. I was the the chief technology officer for Lending Club um, and grew that business and and, um, and really got a good understanding and appreciation for capital markets. I, at one point in my career, was the head of uh, global development for Visa, where, um, you know, really understanding global payments at scale um, as an example of a larger company. And most recently, I was the general manager of Braintree, which is PayPal's acquiring business and um, really understanding payments, again, global payments from the acquiring side, Um, um, always being very close to the business with product and technology. And then uh, most recently, I co-founded and I'm currently the CEO and co-founder of a a company called Hideout, which is a uh, modern uh, card issuance and embedded finance technology company. And uh, we're super excited to be launching into, into the markets uh, right now in real time. Cool. So, I mean, obviously a lot of different perspectives that you've seen, and, and it's no secret that the payments industry has undergone a massive transformation over the past 10 years. You've really had a front row seat for that. When you look around at the current state of payments, what do you see as the biggest, coolest thing that didn't exist a decade ago, but exists now? That's a great question. I, I look when I look around. I, I one thing I notice, and, and a lot of people who are familiar with payments really reflect on, is that it's constantly evolving, perhaps faster than than most financial technologies industries. And I think that's because payments is exciting. It's it's really a collection of lots of different technologies and platforms and consumer experiences and business experiences, and so. Things that have allowed for those experiences to be better, to be faster, to be more efficient. I think those have really been a lot of the trends that we've seen in the last 10 years, you know, specifically in embedded finance and in issuance. I I often point to kind of this notion of in in card issuance, the ability to create a, a card, a payment method in real time for businesses that have a need to enter or to join the payment rails for their business purposes. An example would be, uh, maybe a relevant example, um, would be companies like DoorDash, where you know this, this type of business, where they're able to virtualize a card or create a card from a consumer's card so that they um, can perform shopping and, 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 and delivery of products. That business model could not have existed uh, in its current form 10 years ago because there wasn't virtualized card issuance in this format. And so it's just an example of how new innovations unlock new business models and um, and, and really open up the door um, for embedded finance and, um, and the evolution of 
uh, instant issuance and, and payments in general to evolve. And so we're super excited to be right in the middle of that with, um, with Highnote and, and really helping to lead the way in that digital transformation. Yeah, I mean, really interesting. I think you could look at it from the standpoint of maybe payments is the uh, hipsters of the embedded finance movement, right? Like payments have been embedded since uh, before the phrase embedded finance even entered our lexicon. But I think it really is interesting when you look at it from the standpoint of not only do you look at the technology behind payments advances, but also there's a creativity to it, trying to figure out where you can apply them. Companies like DoorDash, like Instacart, who are able to do things that they couldn't do before. Um, And part of that is obviously what's possible from a payment standpoint, but another part of it is taking that possibility and applying it in a creative way towards a pain point that consumers have. Um, I want to ask you another question, which is looking at the payment services that are available today, would you say that those are meeting the needs of everyday people or are there any areas where there's still some work to be done? Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that there are always areas that have unmet needs and, and payments is no different. And I think that's actually what's exciting about, about payments is that it really does touch consumers. It really does integrate with, with, with people and with businesses. And so the ability to improve and to augment and to kind of reduce complexity and solve problems within payments is, is actually what I really love about payments personally. As an example, you know, there's this evolving call it vertical or segment of, of the business called earned wage access, which is which is essentially providing uh, access to to, to payroll um, salaries for employees, not sort of on an every sort of two week or or or, or, or bi monthly, but really as they as they earn as they work, you know, providing access uh, to that uh, salary information is something that is an example of of helping people, and I think that. You know, unfortunately, many, many people in the U.S. are living paycheck to paycheck and anything that can be done to provide access to um, to capital in a seamless way that's not, you know, that doesn't come with, you know, predatory fees and and penalties, we think is great. And so uh, a platform like ours, you know, at high note can provide access through distribution and integration of payroll systems to employees that want to have access through earned wage access in a way that's easy to use. It can integrate directly into their Apple Pay wallet or Google Pay wallet if they have that or onto a physical card if they're using that so they can get direct access to an ATM and and have access to spend, but they're immediately on the, the, the payment rails. They're essentially a banked customer through their company in earned wage access. There are many more examples in these segments that that haven't really evolved as quickly as that we would have liked. And so that's why we're excited to, to be launching our platform to help accelerate and, and help people and businesses have access to capital. Sure. No, and I think when you look at the number of people in the U.S. who have to pay a fee to access their own paychecks, it's, it's really shocking. And especially when you consider it's the portion of the population who has the least amount of padding to be able to absorb a hit like that. Um, the you know, the payments industry obviously focuses on moving money from one person to another, and this is you know, wage payments are payments. Why can't we clean that process up as well? I think it's a really fair question, and certainly an area where there's a lot of room for improvement. You know, I know another area that you're focusing on is around small and medium sized businesses. I know you've got a, a partnership that you've been working on with Tilful. Can you talk a little bit about that partnership and, and why this kind of SMB space? is one that's that's caught your eye? 
Yeah, I'd love to. We, we are ecstatic about the partnership that we just launched with, uh, announced with Tilful, who's a, a company that's been around for a while. It's not a brand new company that's, that's really aimed at helping small businesses and, and helping them not only access capital, but to grow their business in sustainable ways. And one of the exciting innovations that uh, Tilful has announced in, in partnership with Highnote is the Tilful card, which is a card aimed at small businesses and in, 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 in many ways, the underbanked um, businesses or customers that need access to, um, to a payment method. And through this card, there's an opportunity to establish and begin to build um, a sort of a credit report, if you will, that will then lead to uh, more seamless access to credit. So it's it's an attempt to really level the playing field and, and help small businesses that have been under tremendous pressure, certainly in the last you know, two, two years with, with the pandemic, but even, even before then, it, you know, not, not having access to the same level of, of capital that other businesses have had um, has been an inhibitor to growth. And, and many of these businesses are not, are not asking for a loan or, you know, they're, they're not trying to just get it sort of a one-time, you know, credit vehicle. It's, it's really about the sustainability of growth that helps them on their own trajectory move faster. And so we're, you know, that, that mission resonates with, with high notes and Tilfo's just done a, a, a tremendous job in not only building their business, but helping their uh, small business community. And we're excited to sort of add the next chapter of that with, uh, with the Tilfo card. Yeah, I mean, certainly you're not alone in looking at the small business space and thinking this is a group that needs a lot of help. It's become really clear over the past couple of years um, that it, it's especially crucial. But even before that, you know, this is an area that people have been focusing on. Um, and I think a lot of times we do get it from the standpoint of it's a, a bank who's looking to support their small business customers by making credit more uh, accessible to them, which of course is a good thing, but at the same time, you look at it and think there has to be another platform than you know putting somebody into debt. Um, and obviously, the banks who are pushing this are frequently trying to just get more lending customers for themselves. So there's a little bit of a self-serving angle there. But I think it is true that there's a real possibility for a lot of these fintech solutions to make a difference in these small businesses. And for many, you know, the difference between success and failure is so small, um, and, and it's just an area where any any help can work out. And then, of course, you look at the ripple effect in our society, what a small business is worth to the communities that they support. It really is an area that there's clearly a lot to be done. Um, I'd like to take the conversation in a different direction now. You know, we've got a lot of bankers and fintech innovators who listen to this show. What do you think are the biggest opportunities that those two groups should be aware of in the payment space right now? Well, I think in, in terms of you know, innovations that are occurring. I, you know, we are, are particularly um, excited about the, you know, the adoption of, of virtual cards and, and all of the different capabilities and the different verticals that allow businesses to, to continue to grow and evolve. I think, I think one of the trends that we're seeing that we hope accelerates is, um, it, you know, centers around the ability to uh, facilitate more real-time payments, and that's something that the industry is, you know, has been talking about for a number of years. But many people may not know that, you know, a lot of the payments businesses uh, behind the scenes payments are are not real-time. There's, you know, overnight capabilities and 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 settlement that occurs, and just you know, allowing for transactions to occur 
when they occur and have them settle so that there's no delay, there's no overdraft fees, there's no um, sort of implications to um, to the existing infrastructure. We think that's happening. That's going to happen faster. And we're excited to be participating in um, in that evolution, if you will, um, across across the not only the U.S., but in, in many um, areas of the world that are already there with regard to real-time payments. Having the U.S. join in that, I think um, we're, we're excited that, to see that begin to take hold and, and hopefully accelerate in the next coming years. Yeah, really interesting. I mean, I guess it kind of comes back up to the pieces that we were talking about at the beginning. There's a lot of room for creativity when you look at what's possible in the payment space. And I think that banks and innovators who really look at these new capabilities and can figure out how to play with them effectively certainly have a lot of open ocean still to play for, which is an exciting anytime you have a the, the word open ocean in fintech. <laughs> kind of sit up and take notice because so much of the ground feels like it's really well covered at this point. Um, I'd like to end with a a bold prediction, you know, looking ahead, what do you think is going to drastically shape payments over the next decade? You know, how how different is it going to look? What's going to help us get there? Let's, let's go big picture for the close. Yeah. Okay, great. I I think, I think big picture, uh, you know, I will say sort of ubiquitous, real-time exchange of, of uh, payments to, to anyone or any business around the world, regardless of whether it's a weekend, regardless of a business day, um, with the appropriate checks and controls with regard to identity and, and, and the like. But I think just the ability to exchange value and have a mechanism that's trustworthy, that's fast, um, that um, in, in, in some regards uh, is global. I, I think that's where the world's going and, and, and there's a lot of work that needs to happen to get there, but it, it's less about technology and infrastructure and it's more about the consumer experience and what that enables. And to your point, the creativity that can be unlocked with a sort of a modern payments platform connected to a modern uh, infrastructure that's global I mean, I, we get super excited about the capabilities that that um, that can provide. And at high note, we're we're just thrilled to be part of this and and entering at I think one of the most exciting times within global payments. And um, excited to be working with businesses and and customers around the world to help solve their problems and uh, and and help get there faster. Yeah, I think I think that's certainly the goal, right? This kind of ubiquitous, real time, you know, frictionless experience, and we are getting closer to that. You know, coming back to the examples of DoorDash or Instacart, where you don't even really see the payment take place. You know, you place the order, and then that's it. You already have the card linked. Everything is seamless from that standpoint. I think we're going to see more of that as well. Um, it'll be fascinating to see who owns the rails of the future and what i think it's also going to be really interesting to see what customer behaviors do because this is always one of the challenges of fintech you have these capabilities you sort of put them in front of everyday people and say okay what do you guys like um and and obviously they're the ones who have the ultimate voice in terms of what gets adopted and which technologies they're just not as interested in so um i think it'll be really interesting to see as you as you say um well i want to thank you again john for taking the time to share your thoughts and expertise with us it's been a real pleasure chatting Greg, thanks a lot. Really enjoyed it.
The Finnovate podcast is produced by Informa Connect in association with Provoke.fm Media. Check out Finnovate.com for information on Finnovate's upcoming shows and to learn how you can get involved. The discount code Finnovate Podcast will save you 20% on tickets to all of our events. And you can email us at info at for information on sponsoring, speaking, or demoing. Thanks for listening.